Well, hello, and welcome back to the Winter Circle with your girl, Tiffany. Oh, before I get started, I want to remind you all to like, subscribe, and comment. Love that. Thanks for supporting still. Thanks for being here. And thanks for going through this crazy season with me. Like, am I the only person who feels like we're in jury by now? I feel like I've been watching this season for three months already. And I don't know, what are we on? Like almost our fourth eviction, third, third. I don't even know how many people have been evicted. Just two. This is ridiculous. So I want to try to catch you up on who's going to be evicted next, but even I don't know. So we are on Miss Felicia's had a household. And let me just be real transparent in my other ear over here. I'm listening to the live feeds also as they are going on in real time right now at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday. So um, I'm trying to see what's going on because, of course, there's something shaking up. There's something happening, but I'm going to get you there. All right. So we have Miss Felicia's HOH. And we know, oh, I got to take you back. We know that she wants to backdoor Hysom no matter what happens, no matter who she puts on the block. She wants Hysom on the block. They don't want him picked for veto. Every single person in the house knows that Hysom is the backdoor with the exception of Red and Hysom because Red's alliance didn't tell him anything. They don't want him to know because they don't want it to get out for whatever reason. But um, okay. Now, let me just go through. Miss Felicia has meetings with the, the house guests about who's going to go on the block. Hysom gives her this whole dissertation about why um, it should be Jag. And if it's not Jag, then he hopes it's Matt. But he gives all of the reasons why he thinks that this is what she should be doing with her HOH. And he gives his points so matter of fact as if this is what I've decided this is what's best for us right and I thought this out right and so because it's your HOH but we're in the same alliance right uh the professors right what you're gonna do right is you're gonna get jag right on the block and right it we're gonna evict him right so the way Hysom comes off it's not even a matter of maybe everybody isn't thinking this. Maybe everybody is thinking the same thing, right? Right? Maybe everybody is thinking what Heisen is thinking. But when Heisen delivers his thoughts, he delivers them in such a matter-of-fact way that it's almost like he's not considering what you're thinking. It's because this is what he's thinking, this is what we're thinking, and this is what we're going to do. And nobody signed up to go in this house and play somebody else's game. So it's I think his delivery has a lot to do with why he's not being received well with his opinions, even if they are thinking the same things. They're kind of like, who are you to tell me, right, what I should do? Anyway, Miss Felicia nominates Cameron and Jag as the pawns with the desire to backdoor Hysom and get him out. Well, all right. We let's just let's just go to veto because there's a lot of back and forth. There's a there's so much back and forth after her nominations that we just have to get to that part. So they don't want Hysom chosen for veto and Hysom does not get picked for veto. And so she's got her people up there playing for veto. Well, the one on the block, Jag, wins the veto. All right. Um there's so much going on in this house. There's different alliances being made at eight at eight o'clock on Saturday morning. Um, they discuss they have another alliance, and this is an alliance that Miss Felicia announced a lot. I'm sorry, this is an alliance that Miss Felicia announces to Blue that has um. No, it's not Miss Felicia's alliance, but Felicia alliance and not just. Damn, I can't even talk. I've got a voice in this ear. I got my voice in this ear and I'm trying to read my notes with my eyes. Felicia discusses another alliance with Blue. 
a Jack told Blue about it yesterday. Jack came to hear it from Felicia. Felicia um, says it's to be them two plus Jag, Matt, Izzy, Jared, Sari. I can't even tell y'all how many alliances have been made. It's ridiculous. It's just so much going on. Um, Corey and Izzy are having conversations. They're talking game for a while. They don't trust Bowie Jane very much. Um, Jared is complaining about Izzy. He wants to get her out more so sooner than later before she tells their secret. He is tired of having to worry about not offending her because Izzy had to check Jared on this conversation he was having about sexuality and sex life. And Jared is having a lot of conversations about his just sex life in general. Um, He's talking about body counts and um, how high they shouldn't be for people of a certain age. And um, if he hooks up with somebody on the first date, how it's okay for him, but it's not okay for her. And he never want to date somebody like that. Jared has so many conversations about his um, preferences and his choices and what he considers to be uh, couth or not. So um, Izzy is kind of calling Jared out on it. He doesn't like it. And he really wanted to tell her to shut the fuck up. But he's like, she has this secret on me. And so I can't really come at her like that. I'd rather start focusing on how we can get her out of here. So I don't have to shut the fuck up myself. I really want her to do it. So, okay. Um, Felicia, Miss Felicia is pulling Matt aside to ensure him that he is not the target. Um, She's not going after him for renom. She plans to renom. She plans to nom heist him. Jag, we go out, play veto. Jag wins veto. Um, Heisen tells Sari and Izzy that he, they want, he wants them to uh, target Matt. And they're just letting Heisen believe everything about their relationship, that he's kind of running things, everything about their alliance, that he's running things. He has this whole plan. And Heisen is no sense to the wiser that they are even looking in his direction. Um, Izzy has a conversation with the cam. She does a cam talk that she, how much she dislikes Cameron and she liked for either red or Cameron to be out. Um, America is telling Jag that they need to recruit Mimi. Now let me talk about Mimi. I like Mimi because she seems to be like, she seems to keep a level head and have like this rationale about, the game and she's not flip flopping, but she's also not really willing to adjust her thoughts about sometimes we need to change this. I may need to be this. She's like, this is how we said we were going to do it. This is what we said we were going to do. This is what we need to do. And I get it, but the game of Big Brother can't always be so rigid. And I also want to see Mimi Uh, play the game a little more. I want to see her have more conversations. I want to see her have a little more input so I can see her gameplay. She goes into the storage room. She has a lot of talks by herself. Uh, She has, she adds a little bit here and there to some conversations, but she's not gaming with the alliance that is in power, which is where she thinks she is, but they're not feeling the love. They're not feeling the connection from Mimi. Mimi's alliance of Sari and Felicia and Blue and Jared and Izzy, it's, she's at the bottom and she realizes that, but she doesn't really do anything to change it. I think she's like, I don't feel like having these conversations. I don't want to have talks about this and that. So I'm going to just sit over here and recoup my thoughts and y'all figure it out. But it's not allowing them to trust her so much. Okay. So let's see. Izzy tells Heisem that uh, he overtalks people, that they don't feel heard, and that he's pushing too hard rather than guiding people. And that's kind of what I was saying. Like Heisem tells people what he wants them to do what they need to be doing, what they should be doing. And it's not, it's not attractive. It doesn't make people want to do what you're saying, even if that was what they wanted to do in the first place. 
Uh, nobody wants to be pushed around. So they're, they're not feeling it. Um, outside. Okay. So Heisman's fixated on getting mad out. Sari and Jared tell Red, um, Sari tells Jared that uh, Red probably doesn't trust them because, so here's what happened. Red didn't know that there was this backdoor plan for Heisman. And then Bowie kind of says something to him about, oh yeah, the plan is to backdoor Heisman. Well, Cameron confirms it, gives him all the details, tells him everything. There is this alliance called the professors and it's me, this person. I, I, I'm not about to name all the people in these different alliances because I can't keep up with them. My brain would look like a map, the world map. Um, he tells Red that there's a plan to backdoor Heisman, and it's not, it's not, it's not Matt. And Red is like, mm, I wonder why didn't they tell me? Well, then he ends up in the room with Felicia and Sari, and I think somebody else is in there, Bowie Jane, and he is asking about the back door, and they're like, Yep, the plan is Matt, blah, blah, blah. And then he kind of goes, Well, it could, you know, unless we backdoor Heisem. And then they go, I mean, I guess, you know, if you think we should backdoor Heisem, like, what do you think about backdooring Heisem? Would you be down to backdoor Heisem? And he's like, yeah, I'd be down to backdoor Heisem. Well, then, okay, well, I guess we just made up our minds on that one. We're going to backdoor Heisem. And so then Red goes and tells Cameron, like, I mean, yeah, we're good. They told me the plan. It's to backdoor Heisem. So I'm back in good with the professors. It's, it is a crazy mess. So when Sari finds out that Red already knew that the plan was to backdoor Heisem, when he came and had that conversation with them in the comic room, they don't trust Red. They think Red is playing them. Red is playing in our faces. He already knew what the plan was, but he sat up here and acted like he did not know what the plan was. I don't trust him. They've kind of given him more credit to his game than he really has. Um, I think he just really did believe what they were telling him at the time. He didn't look at them as the players that they are when they he was having this conversation. Um they're, he's definitely not playing the game on the level that they're trying to assume that he's playing like he's playing them and he knows this whole backdoor plan and he was just trying to see what they were going to say. Anyway, now they don't trust Red and maybe they should backdoor Red. So restart suggesting out getting out Bowie Jane or even Mimi. Now, now okay, this... This started off as Miss Felicia was going to backdoor Heisen. And everybody in the house knew that. And now even Red knows it. Everybody knows it except Heisen. And then somehow they realized that they don't trust Bowie Jane. They don't trust Bowie Jane. And they don't trust Mimi. And they are playing the middle. And they are floaters. And I don't trust them. And they are snakes. Um, they don't trust America. They don't trust Blue. They don't trust nobody. They are fearing that if they get Heisen out, they don't have the numbers. Now Heisem can't go. So it's got to be Bowie Jane or it's got to be Mimi. So then um, next it comes to America. We don't trust America either. Um, oh, we don't trust America. Um, finally, Mimi must get wind that uh, she must have this sixth sense that they are talking about her. So she makes her way upstairs. And then Mimi suggests an alternate to Heisem is Blue. And so she's giving them all the names of the people that they have. And when I say them and they, Sari and Miss Felicia and Izzy are the ones in the HOH room having this conversation about if we don't backdoor Heisem, who should it be? Now it went from Bowie to Mimi to now Mimi comes upstairs and Mimi is throwing out names because they have attached Mimi to these other people in the house, they've attached her to red, they've attached her to blue, they've attached her to America. And so when they start asking Mimi suggestions of people who they should look at besides Heisem, she's throwing out all the names that they had attached her to. And so she's kind of saving herself. Like she doesn't even know that they're accusing her of this, but all the names of the people that they said she was attached to, she's like, we can get them out. We can get this person out. We can get that person out. So it's making it look a lot better for her. Uh, <sighs> Bowie tells Mimi at some point that she feels that they are left out of conversations in the game and that they should work together. This is kind of good because 
Mimi doesn't really have a strong support system in the house where somebody has her back fully. People are talking about her. Corey and America are talking about Mimi. Saria and Felicia are talking about Mimi. Uh, Bowie is saying, hey, we should work together. But she doesn't have anybody that is like, you are my ride or die. And people are thinking that she's working with people and that she's closer to people than she really is. So this conversation with Mimi and Bowie, where Bowie tells her we're being left out of game conversation, we need to watch out for each other and check in, is kind of good. But the problem is Mimi doesn't trust anybody else. She doesn't really trust Bowie Jane like that. So, okay. So Mimi starts pacing in the storage room again. She's frustrated. Um, Cameron and Red are having a conversation in the backyard. Cameron looks forward to when they have gotten Sari and Felicia out of this game. Well, I don't know, Cameron, because right now, remind you, Cameron is on the block. He is not concerned about being on the block. He knows that he is in with this alliance. He knows what the plan is. He is just a pawn. So he does not, he's not thinking about going home this week. Um, So as they're upstairs having this conversation about what the plan is and who they're going to backdoor and Felicia announces the new plan is to renom America. And then Corey is worried that Heisen's going to find out that they're plotting against him. And, so you know, there's this big thing. And then all of a sudden we get back to the backdoor plan is Heisen. So we went through all of that to get back to Heisen. So... Um, there's, there's just, there's, there's so much. All right. So we, we are, we're stuck on the backdoor plan is to backdoor Heisem. Okay. Now we get to Sunday. Um, Jared and Blue are discussing their sex lives again. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not about to go into Jared and Blue's conversations because it don't have, I can't, I can't, um, I need to focus on the game and what's about to happen. I do think that Jared really wants to tell this secret about his mom being in the house and she, his mother is survivor. His mother is Sari from survivor. And I think it is because I think Jared is so used to telling this story. I think in the real world, this is probably a huge part of Jared's game and conversation with people, friends, and women. And I say that because it seems very hard for him to withhold this information, almost as if this is a conversation he's used to having. And he doesn't know how to separate his identity from his mom being Sari from Survivor. So he wants to share this with Blue so that she can be impressed by who he is, because that seems to be his game to me. I could be wrong. Maybe there's somebody out there in the world that can vouch for him and say they met him and they didn't even know that. He's never talked about it. But he is dying to talk about it because it seems like it is very often a part of his conversation. And you don't need to announce to Blue that Sari is your mom. And in this game, I don't see how that benefits you. And you don't need that for her to like you or for her to have more respect for you. Just be yourself. And if she likes you being yourself, then she likes you. But she doesn't need to like you because of who your mom is. Um. Anyway, uh, let's see. Oh... Corey and Red are talking. Uh, Corey is talking with Red and Cameron. They tell Corey that people don't like that, that people do like him and would bring him into their group. Red tells Corey is, um, a secret that he's actually playing with the majority and not in the middle. So Red may have realized his position with Sari and Felicia and Izzy and everyone else who's in this other alliance over here and is trying to get in. He wants he wants to play the middle. He wants to make sure his bases are covered. Um, but he does know that he is not at the top. Um, Matt's trying to keep his distance from Blue and Jag. Uh, Matt tells Jag that they shouldn't trust Corey. Uh, Jared talks with Red and says Jag is at the top of his target list. Red said Jag lied to America and Corey about the Riley vote. There is so much going on about this Riley vote. I have never seen 
a one week carry on into the next week so heavily. This Riley vote and who was going to vote for her and who told somebody that I was going to vote for her when it was a unanimous vote. Like, let's get over it. Why? Why are we still talking about it? Um, and Jared's putting in a good word for Corey with America. Uh, America and Corey, they, it's interesting. I wish that she trusted Corey more. But the thing about Corey is Corey is very smart. He has a really good read on things, but he has no influence. And so even when he's right about the information he's trying to deliver to somebody he's working with, it's not landing, it's not sticking because he just doesn't have the influence. It's kind of reminds me of when Hannah and DX were working together on my season and she would have conversations with him and he would be like, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Like he never gave her any credit for knowing what she was talking about. Once he summed up in his mind, like she's young, she's a kid, she doesn't know. He never took her seriously and what she was saying. And it's kind of like, that's the case with Corey, with a lot of people in the house that they're just not giving him any credit for thinking these things out. When he sits and cam talks and gives us his feedback. It's great. He's right on point a lot of times. When he goes to deliver that to the house guests, to his alliances, it's falling on deaf ears. It's just not working. Um, I'm tired of Jared and Blue. So Jared tells Izzy he thinks Blue is falling for him, but he's got something back at home. And Izzy got something back at home. And really the game, he, you know, he's here to play a game and he's not here for a showman's and his showman's here is just for TV. But they did kiss underneath that purple blanket. And I hope they washed that purple blanket because they sat up under that purple blanket for many, 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 many hours. Um, and I'm not saying they was doing something. I just, I don't know. I, I want them to. I want them to stop. I want Jared to stop trying to get at Blue. I want Blue to stop accepting his advances. I want both of them to focus on playing the game. And if Jared want to tell his secret, tell it. Tell it. I want you to. I want you to tell it, Jared. Just fuck it. Tell the secret. And now I will watch you play a real game. Now you're not. There's no hiding. There's no secret. Now you got to play with your mama in the house because that's what you want to do. You want to tell. You want to tell so bad. You want somebody to see the game that you're playing. I want you to tell her. I want you to tell her I wake up every day wondering if Jerry has told Blue. And the thing about Blue, Blue's nothing like me. I'd be asking questions. Blue won't ask. I'd be asking. At this point, you have piqued my curiosity. So does your secret have to do with somebody in this house? Is it somebody here? What is this? What is it? So you've been you've been somewhere. Oh, hmm. Jared also said that his favorite place that he's ever been to was Fiji. Yeah. Um, Jared is dying inside to talk about his life, because that's a big part of his life. A big part of his life is his mom being Sari on Survivor. And I think that this is the story that he shares and it is killing him inside. And I don't think we should, I don't think he should have to die for it. I think he should be able to talk about it, talk about it and then play the game and let's see what happens. Um, Let's see. Red and Cameron are talking game. Cameron thinks they're in a good position and will soon be able to take out the professor's alliance. He thinks they need to target Sari first out of the four. Red thinks they can't risk sitting next to Sari at the end, but he doesn't think they can take her out. Cameron says he would. And that's a problem in itself. Like when you think about how, like, how to get people out, what order to get them out, who you're trying to get out, you need to have the votes to get them out. And if I am sitting here counting the votes to get a person out and I don't have any, that is probably public enemy number one for me. If I don't have, if I can't count who would vote you out, then I need you gone sooner than later because if they won't vote you out now, it's going to be harder to get them to vote you out later. And I don't want any, I I don't want that problem. I don't give a damn if they cry about you, but they got to vote you out. I still voted out people with tears in my eyes. I was sad to evict. I didn't want to, but I did it. If these people won't do it, then that person that they won't vote out unless it's me is my problem. 
Okay. So, oh, let's see. So this whole Jared and Blue thing is just completely a distraction. I don't even care about it. I'm ready for it to blow up. That's just how I feel because this boy got 80-something more days to keep this secret if he lasts. I don't think he's going to make it to the end of next week. I'm willing to put some money on it. All right. Now, it's veto ceremony day, and uh, we have gone back and forth and forth and back in all of this about who is going to be the replacement nominee. Um, Let's see. If Jag wins HOH, he doesn't go after Corey. Jared says he feels like Corey's on board with them, even though he isn't part of their alliance. Um, They think there's going to be a battle back. So they're trying to see who could go if there's a battle back. Jared wonders if to Jag and Matt if it would be smarter to put up red instead of Heisen this week. Um, They are going back and forth with this. Long story short, Miss Felicia backdoors Heisen. Um, And Heisen cannot believe it. Heisen spends, oh, I got to really tell y'all, I'm so sorry. I jumped ahead because I need to tell you how Miss Felicia snatched Jag by his chicken suit, reeled him up real close and said, are you fucking with me? Is this, are y'all not going to let me do this and then y'all come after me? Are you fucking with me? Because you don't tell me you wouldn't lie to me because you lied. Last week. Yes, you did. You lied last week because wasn't it you? Didn't you tell? Didn't you tell them I flipped my vote? Did, didn't did you tell them I flipped my vote? Didn't you say that? Didn't you? I honestly, I felt bad for Jack because one, don't nobody go in the big brother house to be with their mama. I don't go stay nowhere to stay with my mama. If I want to stay with my mama, I go home. I don't want to be checked by nobody. I don't want nobody checking me. I don't want to feel like I'm with my mom. I don't want to be disciplined. I want to be disciplined ever. Don't ever check me. I'm not the one or the two. I ever feel like you checking me, I might lose all game because the game shit goes out the window and it becomes all personal. Who you talking to and why you talking to me like that? But Jag is completely and fully in check. Um, she pulls him into the room. She tells him she doesn't care who's in here. She needs Jag to be straight up with her. She going to be pissed if she backdoor heist him. And then they come after her, Zari and Izzy in the next week. Jag is like, that's not going to happen. I don't know where you got that from. Um, he mentions that Blue was in here with Cameron and then out in the kitchen and read all morning. Oh, that's Felicia. Felicia is saying that. Blue, uh, Blue's been out there talking to them. She's like, it's crazy. They'll see something and be like, oh, I know this is what's happening. And because that's what they think, then it just becomes fact. Like, yeah, I saw them talking and I know that's what they were talking about. And I know Blue, I know that uh, Blue and Cameron were in here talking and and talking to Rick. It's, it's, it gets ridiculous. Uh, Jag, Jag tells Felicia, Felicia. Jag tells Felicia, I'm talking like um, Heisem now because Heisem calls Jag Jig. I'm sorry. Jag tells Miss Felicia he hasn't lied to her once. Like I said, she's like, oh, you definitely lied to me. Um, <sighs> They go, Miss Felicia has to calm down. Um, They're trying to calm Miss Felicia down. Jag tells Sari that he doesn't feel good about Red or Cameron winning HOH. Felicia retells her conversation with Jag to Izzy. Um, Sari is telling Jag that Miss Felicia probably just worried about doing this since she saw Blue and Cameron and Red talking. And so it's mayhem. And this is before the veto. Okay. This is before the veto ceremony. Um, so let's see. 
it's 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 too much. It's 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 too much. It's 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 a lot. It's a lot. Red tells Cameron that he thinks America is starting rumors about the secret middleman alliance. They came up with this middleman alliance thing. Uh, Corey starts it as a joke, like, yeah, me and um, he doesn't even say Mimi, but they put Mimi in this middleman alliance. And I don't even think it was an alliance, but maybe it is now. I I don't know. Okay. Miss Felicia Backdoor Heisem. He did not blow up as everybody thought that he would, but he was the saddest person ever. He is on an apologize tour. He's apologizing for to people for them for not making them feel heard, for how he has said things to them. Um He's like, when you watch this back, you'll see that I was telling the truth about everything that I've been open and honest with you. And, and that is the case. He's, he's been honest about things, but it's his approach to things. Heisen runs things like he's in control and they don't like him running things like he's in control because Sari is like, I'm in control. And Izzy is like, yes, Sari, we're in control. And Miss Felicia is like, yes, we are in control. And it's interesting because there's this chain of events like this uh, executive branch. There's 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 these branches of legislature going on in Miss Felicia's um, HOH. And it's uh, just to make it real simple. I, she is the HOH, but Saria is like the president. And then Miss Felicia is the vice president. And then Izzy is like. Uh, she's a lobbyist. I don't fucking know. There's there there's so much going on in Miss Felicia's HOH, and everybody has power. I guess. Um, mm. Heisem is on this tour of. I can't believe that you guys ha- that that you backdoored me. I he doesn't even believe in backdoors. Remember Heisem's like they were not backdooring this season. We don't do that. He had made a rule that there is no backdooring. Um so Heisem says if uh if he goes home he'll work on the things he needs to work on. He tells Nicole that he is sorry if he made it hard for her to, her to talk to, if he's too aggressive. Um, he says he's not a bad person. He's just trying to protect his people. He wants to talk to America. Um, he, he is just, he is really sad. He's so sad that Sari feels bad. And, you know, it's, it's, it's normal because they've been in this house now. I don't know, 20 some days. You do care about people. You develop emotions and feelings about people and you if you are a sincere, genuine person, you don't want to see anybody like moping, sad, because he's not a he's not a bad person. He is just very direct and um, a little assertive with his ideas. Um, now, America brings up that she'd like to have a conversation with everyone, like a house meeting. And I am like, please have a house meeting. Um, We can never get a house meeting. Uh, Corey tells Heisen that he heard Heisen was directly targeting him. Corey Heisen says, nothing I've done shows that. Heisen says there's a lot of uh, embellishment around things that he says. Um, Corey says, Corey tells Heisen that he can't say right now if that he's going to vote to keep him. Um, Heisen says he's told people that Corey has strategically placed himself in the middle. So he's trying to be transparent with Corey about some of the things that he said um, about him without telling him, like, yeah, I've said that you should go. Um, So... Heisem starts counting the votes and how many he would need to stay. Um, and it, it's unfortunate because he, he just doesn't have, he, he doesn't have the votes to stay, but he believes that he's got people in his alliance in the six. Um, 
the six people, he believes in his lies. He's got six people who would keep him. So let's see. We go back that night to Jared and Blue are hanging out again together. Um, Hysam also apologizes to Izzy for his behavior. And, you know, he asks why didn't she tell him he felt like he was manipulating people. Um, and then there's a point where before veto ceremony where Izzy, like, sits with Hysam and, you know, makes him feel really good about his position and goes over all these plans about what they're going to do. And he's like, yeah, next week I'm going to be sleeping here. Like, where is he going to be sleeping? And he really believes that, you know, he's going to be there and he's believing Izzy, Izzy, she really played him. Um, And he felt like they were close enough that she could have had a conversation with him. And maybe anybody could have had a conversation with Jag at some point. I'm sorry, with Hysam to be like, you know, you might want to tone it down a little bit. I remember I did that with Kylan. We had a meeting with the Royal Flush and he was like, let me think of some things. And he thought his thoughts out and then he ran them down and was like, this is, this should be like this. We're going to do this. This should be like that. It was kind of like a business meeting. And afterwards I was like, I think that everything you said was accurate. And I think that it probably needed to be said, but I don't think it should have maybe come from you or it should have been so direct because you just showed yourself to be like, um, hmm, like as the leader of this huge uh, alliance and you might not want to put that kind of target on you. So if somebody has your back, like they'll, they'll pull your coat as we call it and let you know, like, mm, tighten it up a little bit. Like, don't don't make people think that you're telling them what they should be doing. But there's he he doesn't have anybody like that. So um, let's see. Um, America's getting into her name brought up and stuff that uh, she wants to target the other side. And America's telling her uh, blue that they want to go after floaters and. Everybody agrees that America's saying a lot of different things back and forth. Um, they expect America to lay low and throw comps and not really want to show her hand. Um, I think America believes that Hysom, uh called his side of the house the leftovers, um, which he he kind of said something to the fact a while back that I'm just, you know, Riley's group started and she selected her people or her people formed an alliance and then everybody else was just left over. And so America says that Hysam referred to Sari and Felicia and uh, Izzy and everyone else that's on that side as the leftovers. And he doesn't want to be a part of, he would have rather have been on the younger side, the more, the more the team who can win challenge, who can win competitions and young. And he just, he wants to be on the cool, on the cool side. He feels like he's on the, the, he just got fell on to this other side of the house and he deserves to be on the, the winning side of the house. But it's interesting because Hysam is the winning side of this house. Like he's won all the competitions, most of them, and he can win competitions. And it would seem that his side would consider that he is winning these competitions. We might need to keep him a little longer to help us get out the other side of the house. But Sari's side of the house is very much comfortable with kicking out people on their own side. <laughs> they're, they're, they're really like, it's okay. We don't need each other as long as it's us. We can kick out people in our own alliance. And it looks quite shady to people in the alliance and out of the alliance. And I think that this spiraling of flip-flopping and going back and forth is partially Izzy's uh, paranoia rubbing off on Sari. But I do believe Sari has a ton of paranoia just because she's used to a faster paced game. Monday, they've already secured the two people who will be on the block until Thursday. 
That is an extremely long time. And Ceri's not used to having that much downtime to think about who's going to go home and why. By now, they're down to freaking, shoot, they about to be at the end. Somebody about to win tomorrow on Survivor, if this was Survivor. They've got two more months to go. So this spiraling, I don't know if it's going to continue or it's going. someone's body clock is going to adjust that we got a lot more time to think about. Um, Corey talks to America. America tells him about the Professor's Alliance. Corey doesn't believe those eight um, because they don't seem to get along. And it's kind of like the cookout. Like, I don't believe they're working together. They wouldn't work together. Tiff and Big D can't stand each other. They're not working together. I don't want to believe that. So it's interesting that, you know, he 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 doesn't put that together or think that that's the case. But um, he also doesn't think that they should get too close to Cameron. And America says Cameron's been flirting with her. And Corey tells her to go for it. And America says maybe she will. So maybe this might be the 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 trifecta that um, maybe that's why Jared brought up America to blue, because. Sorry, not to go back to Jared and Blue, um, this mess, but um, Jared did say something about maybe they should invite America in, but I don't know. It's, I hate it. Um, so Corey says they should shake on their agreement and America says they should kiss and then Corey declines. I think, uh, first of all, America's 27 and Corey's 21. And Corey views her as a little older for him, but he likes her. I think he is very discreet in his um, PDA. And he re- he knows he's on TV. His brother has been on TV. He seems to carry himself in a respectful way. He to, in, And not a respectful way to me or society, but to himself. He's like, this is how I, I carry myself. I'm not going to be on TV and a showman's have, you know, being affectionate. And I don't really know what this is, where this is going. I'm not just going to have a showman's. And so, um, but he does think that they, that America, the us, the viewers prefer America and Corey co-America over Blue and Jared. And he's right. <clears throat> Okay, so there's been a lot of chaos since the veto has been used. Um, Jag pulled himself off. Heislam has gone up. Okay, now this is um, this is like yesterday. Um, oh, it's draining. Um, America's giving her conversation with Heislam last night to Felicia in the HOH room. Um, Felicia, she told Felicia that she wasn't going to let Heisen gaslight her into thinking that she misheard when he said the words leftover. But then at some point she goes like to Corey. Now I'm wondering, did I did I hear him <laughs> say leftovers or did I think that? And I can understand that because. Some you have so many conversations, you hear so many things. You, re- you you report things, you have these conversations back, you replay them in your head. And because he's like, I didn't say that. She's like, well, where did I get that from? Did I get it from me? Did I say it? Did I say it thinking he said it? But he said it. He didn't say it in the context that she's saying he said it, but leftovers, what's left over was his terminology, but he didn't call them or label them the leftovers. Um <clears throat> Let's see. Matt tells Bowie and Red that Heisem told him that he was actually the back door. Um, and so they're going back and forth because Heisem is telling people what he thought the plan was now that he's on the on the chopping block. And um, it's it's they're comparing stories. And then Izzy is telling Sari that America's going back and forth, telling everyone what they want to hear. Uh, Siri says that no one trusts America. So let's see, like the least trusted in the house, co- according to like Izzy Siri, Felicia R, Bowie Jane, America, Mimi. Um, and then at some point, um, is it, uh, is it, Cam- is it Cameron? Someone says that they don't trust Jared to, Sari, I want to say it's Cameron, Cameron or 
Hysom, but I think it was I think it was Cameron. Let me check my notes. I'll come back to that. Um, blah blah blah. Uh, Hysom tells Blue that he was working with a group of people to target others in the house, and he was surprised. Um, he says that he was working with a group of seven, nine if you include Cam and Jared. Um, Hysom also tells Blue that they have the numbers and can decide who stays this week. He says he can win comps. Hysom is putting the work in. Hysom was putting in the work yesterday. Hysom has been putting in the work all day today. Um, Hysom is feeling, you know, he's just, he's, he's pleading his case. He's going around offering his services. This is what I can do. This is what these people said that they were doing. Um, Blue, Hysom tells Blue that he'll protect her. And then people are starting to wonder, like, is he telling us the truth? Like, if we keep him, will he go after us? Um, and so M- Mimi and Jared uh, start talking about Hyson's gameplay and how it's affected the game. And she says she doesn't understand the purpose of all the information he's throwing around now, because it's almost like now he's like, whoever saves me. And it's not like he's like, this is what he's saying. Whoever saves me, I will be loyal to you. I will need six votes to stay. You six people who vote for me have my undying loyalty. I promise you, I will not target you. So um, Red ends up telling uh, Jag that he reads lips. And a couple of times he saw his name um, come across Jag's lips. And he wants to know what that was about. Red has read Jag's lips and Jag said Red and, and Red saw it. And so he wants to have a conversation with him about it. Um, And so let's see. In that conversation, Jags is like, yeah, but it wasn't like to target you. Um, Oh, there's so much. Let's see. So anyway, um. Today, I'll tell you what's going on. Hysom has been working really hard to stay in the house. And whereas the house has not one person agreed to vote out Cameron instead of Hysom, which means we are looking at another unanimous house vote for Hyson to go. Before I got on here to talk to you guys, the house had decided to keep Hyson. So now Hyson is supposed to stay. And um Cameron is going to go. And it's a it's means nothing. <laughs> None of this means nothing because this is the flip floppingest house I have ever seen ever. Mimi is not doing a lot of game talk to people she needs to be game talking to to secure her a position. I'm not seeing like enough gameplay from her for me to even assess how she is as a player. Uh, Corey has assessed that America's game is bad, that she's terrible at this game. I think Corey has a good read, but he has not a lot of influence in this house. Um, I do think Hysom has talked his way into staying. But I'm hoping it's not a unanimous vote. They're hoping to blindside the other people in the house, which is going to be insane because we know that Thursday's HOH is the pressure cooker. And America was telling them at the table as she plays a game on her phone when whoever holds this button down for the longest will win this money. And she says she held it down for, I'm a lie. I don't know. It was a long time. She held it for a very long time. I don't think she won, but she held it for a very long time. And um, so America is going to need to hold down this button in the pressure cooker or whatever the they are having to do in this pressure cooker because her butt is on the line for um, whoever becomes the next HOH, unless it's her, maybe Corey. 
Um, and let's see. That is about where we are right now. A lot of flip-flopping, um, some making out with Blue and Jared, uh, Sari and Izzy and Miss Felicia going back and forth about who's going home. But essentially, it's either going to be Heisem or Cameron. I am putting my money on that. It is going to be Cameron. I think Corey is so fine with Cameron staying and not going because he knows that Cameron will at some point go after Sari and Izzy and Felicia, and he's going to need that. And I, I'm kind of stuck because I don't know who I want to stay. I want to see, they are already a mess. I want to see a real mess. Um, happen in this house. I want Jared to tell on himself. I want, um, I don't know. I want Cameron to stay too. I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think Heisen's going to stay and Cameron's going to go, but either, either one of them are ticking time bombs. So they're, they're, each of them are going to blow somebody's game up. And, um, I'm here for it. I'm here to see. So now we're just waiting on our live eviction on Thursday and it should not be a unanimous vote but there's also no secrets in this house like everybody always knows everything so right now half of the house doesn't know that the plan is to keep Heisem because they want to they want to blindside the other half of the house and um, win HOH so that they can get them out but I guarantee you by Thursday everybody's going to know what's going on they're going to know what the vote is uh Heisem's going to stay. They're going to kick Cameron out. And I think the new HOH will. You know what? I can't go for it. Is the HOH? I don't know who the next HOH is going to be. We'll find out. That is you're being caught up on the winner circle by me and all of this crazy nonsense that has been going on in the house. So I will see you all next week. Like, subscribe, and comment below.